Welcome back to our favorite hangout spot. You are tuned into another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Every single week, we acknowledge a Black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best. And this week's Black business is B Candles Co. Destiny Williams is the owner and creator of B Candles. This company pours their candles by hand with hopes to inspire people with a message of be good at being you. Their sense, words of encouragement, affirmations, most importantly, the word of God. Now that's what I'm talking about. This is a product of hope. For more information on Beat Candles, you can stop by and shop at shopbeecandles.com. That is www.shopbeecandles.com. Or you can follow them on Instagram at beecandles. As we are acknowledging folks, I want to take out the time to acknowledge you Yes, you that is listening to this right now. I could not be in this position, in this space without you. So I just want to thank you with everything in me for sharing these videos, sharing these podcast episodes with your loved ones, for sending in questions on Ask Kendra, for even the messages that I get on Instagram of, Kendra, this message helped me get through today or this message helped me get out of bed. Those sorts of testimonies is the reason why I am here and that I'm doing what I'm doing. It is definitely to serve you. So thank you for sharing. My goal is to serve you and to bring God glory. And if that is what's happening in the show, well, God be glorified. That is amazing. Um, As we're talking about um, just all these acknowledgements and stuff, I want to extend the space for you all to definitely engage with me as often as you want. So if that is you, if you have a question, a comment, uh, or a topic of discussion that you want to hear on this show, or even a prayer request, whatever it may be, I want you to head on over to www dot unassociated.com and send in some stuff. I love to engage. I love to definitely hear what you all have to say. So I'm here for you just as you are here for me. Okay, y'all. So let's jump on in to what we're going to talk about today. I am super juiced about this conversation, um, about what it means to have standards in a relationship. And if you know me, and for those who are tuning in for the first time, welcome again. Um, but if you know me, I've said this plenty of many a times that I'm not a relationship expert at all. I'm just a person that loves love. I am an enthusiast when it comes to successful relationships and tools that we all can use to make our relationships successful. And this is a space for conversation to take place. So we're going to talk. Okay. Um, I want to engage everyone in this. Okay. So ladies, this is not just exclusively for you. I want to bring the fellas in and let's all have a a dialogue. Um, and I want to share my understanding of what 
um, setting standards in a relationship looks like. And so today we're going to be talking about the list. Okay. Those are one of the things we're going to talk about and what it means to also set a standard for yourself and how to respect the standards that other people set for themselves. Right. Okay. So let's do it. When considering and thinking about what a list is, we all have a list. We all have made one. And mm, how's it going <laughs> with those lists? So when I, when I thought about this concept, I, I, I was able to distinguish that there are two different types of lists that we commonly use with people or how we evaluate folks of um, seeing if we're interested in them or not. And the first list is the physical one. So there is a criteria that we use for people that we want them to look a certain way, have a certain height, etc. right? And the second um, distinction of a list would be the resume type. So we're going to get into that a little bit later. But right now we're going to talk about the physical lists. Lord have mercy. This is something that everyone has done. Ladies, when I say the letters T-D-H, what do you think? Exactly. Tall, dark, and handsome. Now, a lot of ladies love a nice, tall, dark, and handsome man, right? And what about fellas? A Coke bottle with hair down her back? Come on, let's be real about it. And even if your your preference or your physical type isn't these two that I just mentioned, it could be, you know, something completely different because we are all made beautifully and uniquely different in our own special ways. But let me tell you how physical lists can really get in the way of blossoming relationships, y'all. And I'm not hating on your type, you know, but what I'm saying is don't, Restrict yourself to a preference that'll keep you from a blessing. Hello, somebody. You do not want to say this is my type and this is the only cookie cutter person that I'm going to go for. And if you don't look like this or if you're not this color, or if you're not this height, I don't want to go for you. There are plenty of many of people that have that mindset of this is what I want. And if you don't look like this, then out the door with you. Imagine. How many people you potentially, potentially passed up because they weren't the height that you wanted or they didn't have the hair texture that you wanted. They didn't, I mean, you can, we can go on and on about all the different things that we want in somebody's physical attributes, but what if God blessed you ladies with not a tall, dark, and handsome, but with someone that is short, fat, and bald-headed. You gonna pass them up? And fellas, if you don't get that Coke bottle figure with hair down her back, um, and God gifts you with a beautiful woman that's a little bit taller than you, I don't know what it is with guys that are, <laughs> that, I don't know, I hear this on the streets that men don't really like women that are their height or taller. Y'all can comment. Y'all can let me know y'all thoughts about that. Um, but what if God gives you somebody that's a little bit taller than you, right? Are you going to pass them up? I really encourage everyone to 
step outside and be willing to date or to um, see what it looks like for people that don't fit your physical list description. Okay, so the next thing that we are going, let me get a little sip of water right here to talk about is the resume list, okay? So this is the list that we read off to all of our friends, all of our family family members, all of our coworkers that we want to brag on our new boo. You know what I'm saying? When you hear them say, you know, hey, I'm dating someone. He has his own business. Or, you know, she's a graduate from Harvard. Or he speaks seven different languages. Okay, <laughs> that's nice. Um, but those are just fun facts about this individual. Those are just facts that tells a person what this other person has encountered throughout their life. This is not a testament of their character. Sorry. I'm so sorry that your Harvard um, graduate this, you know, that that is not going to give them a pass of are they an eligible um, husband or wife? So sorry. So sorry. But I want us to also to consider and to look at when we when we when we have these lists of physical descriptions of of accomplishments and things that people need to check off. How much of that is going to matter in the long run? How much of that is going to matter when the rubber hits the road, when you are going through hard times, when you get sick? How much of that is going to matter? None of it. Why? Why? Because these are surface shallow things. These are nice things to look at. These are nice things to have and to express. But at the end of the day, if we if we look at physical description, if we look at you know, um, the resume um, list, it just comes out to be a photo op. It comes out to be a short-term bragging right that you have that'll only last a moment. So I want to share with you all about my standards and how I got to get to know what I wanted. Um, Growing up, I was always a very shy and timid, timid person. So I didn't have, you know, a lot of, you know, boyfriends growing up or nothing like that. But when I would be in, um, in conversation, I'll say, <laughs> be in conversation with, um, with certain people, there were things that, that, that I want. I had a, a physical description and I had a, a resume list, you know, as I'm reflecting on my my teen dating phase, we all had a, a weird teen dating phase. Um, but I had that and realized that absolutely did not work out for me. Um, there were guys that I would talk to that I would just love their personality. I would love their story. And they would have so, such strong and compelling things about them. But their character was whack. They were rude. They were unethical. They were just not what I what I wanted or not what I needed. But it was the surface things that that kept me 
calling that kept me wanting to, you know, be in the company of or have conversations with this person is because there were certain things that were so surface that kept me coming back, right? And uh, you know, I'm 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 sighing because I'm having a moment right now. So let me just have my moment. I could I could recall being in conversation with <clears throat> certain people and just hearing like just hearing who they are outside of the things that attracted me to them i'm like yo this person is not it for me like you are so 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 not it for me that i we just we just need it we just need to death this thing right and do you know how many times i've heard god told you you're gonna be my wife i mean the eye rolls how many times I had to put my phone on mute because I'm just like, you're ridiculous. When you have a standard, it is so easy to, to weed out people and avoid situations. Oh my gosh. When you have a standard, it is so easy to avoid unnecessary pitfalls, unnecessary relationships, unnecessary heartbreaks or headaches. So let's get into these standards, right? Um, what I want to share with you are three basic standards that I had um, before meeting my fiance. And I was just like, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to, you know, set the tone for anyone that wants to date me because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. And when you get tired, you're going to get sick and tired and, and change it up. You know, some folks are probably just out there having fun, but have your fun. But when you get ready to settle down and when you get ready to um, actually build and create something with somebody, you, you're going to set these standards for yourself and quit playing. So um, just to share three, um, the first one that I knew was a must for me was someone that was God-fearing. Now, there is a difference between having a God-fearing man versus um, church-going. Those are completely two different things. You see my fingers. Um, I'm not even using the same hand. Um, someone that is church going, um, knows the, the language of church, knows when to shout and knows when to wave their hand and, and knows what songs to play and knows how to pick them up and put them down. And that is all fine and dandy. However, a God fearing man is someone that actually lives out, um, the relationship with God. Had to have that had to have that. And why? Because having a God-fearing man um, definitely brings out the values that I'm looking for in a husband. So one of the things about that is I wanted a God-fearing man because I wanted him to seek God and how to pursue me. So what I mean by that is I wanted him and him... Obviously, I'm talking about Malik because, you know, we ended to win it. Um, I wanted him to actually have a relationship with the Lord, to walk out his relationship with the Lord and to say, you know what? I see Kendra. I love Kendra. I want to pursue her. God, tell me what I need to do to do so. And I just think that is so key because having a man or having a wife that um, seeks the Lord in order to be in relationship with you. It's a selfless thing. It is a, a humble thing. 
And I just think it's absolutely beautiful and essential for where I want to go in my life. The second standard that I definitely incorporated was respect and honor. That is on the same level for me. Um, And the way that it shows up, and I'm going to be using a lot of examples of Malik because he is the guy that definitely met and surpassed my standards. Um, The way that respect and honor um, being on the same playing field and how that shows up for me is chivalry. Malik was the only man that ever actually came to my door and rang the doorbell when he would pick me up for dates. Period. He did not honk his horn. He did not call me and tell me he was outside. He got out of his car. He rang the doorbell. He came and spoke to my parents and said, I'm going to take your daughter out on a date. He opens every single door that I walk through. He is, and the thing about it is, it's like, it's not that I like for him to do things for me, but when he shows expressions of chivalry, I interpret that and I receive that as him honoring me. And I absolutely love the way he does it. Um, another thing um, when it comes to respect and honor is um, the way you speak to me. I heard the smack. Because we're about to get into some serious business. I am a firm believer that we teach people how to treat us. There's a certain way that I like to be spoken to. And one of those ways does not include you cussing me out because you upset. It does not include you calling me out my name. It does not include you talking down to me. We have to both reciprocate respectful language in conversation when communicating with each other. That is a standard for me because I will not tolerate disrespect and harsh words. That's just me. That's my standard. Um, And not only just with me, but how do you How do you show up in other spaces with other people and how do you speak with other people, right? Because if a person, you know, you start dating a person and they, and they start off real cool and respectful and they talk to you, you know, all good because there is like a honeymoon phase when you're dating. Y'all, y'all know that, that sweet spot, but we, we go out and, uh, the same person is being very, very disrespectful to other folks, baby, believe me, your turn is coming. Your turn is coming. So a standard for me was being respectful and honorable in the way that you speak to people when it comes to me and other folks around. Um, The last standard that I will share with you all um, is being a hard worker and being goal oriented. I will say this time and time again. My goals in the way that I pursue success may be different than, uh, than someone else. I'm pursuing, I am pursuing success. That's a tongue twister. I am pursuing success through my education. That is one stream that I'm doing it. And I would never knock anyone, anyone that has not gone to college that does not have a college degree because it's shallow. That is what we call uh, an element on a resume list. Do you have a degree? Like, does it matter? Um, that's how, you know, I, I choose to chase, you know, my bag is through my degrees. But 
if if Malik did not go to college, um, I don't know if this is a good example or not because he is college educated. But I would say this: if he was not college educated and did not have his degrees, I I wouldn't be mad at it. As long as he is a hard worker, as long as he has a goal, as long as he is working and bringing in some money. Hello, somebody. Um, as long as he's always chasing and executing his goals in pursuit of his dreams. Like, I absolutely love it. And I'm not just talking about like lollygagging, dreaming. I'm talking about I have a plan. These are the things that I'm setting in order and I'm going to start knocking them out. Like, that is a good work ethic. That is goal oriented to me. So I just didn't want to be with someone that is stagnant or that is um, complacent and a in a place for, you know, forever. Like, are we going to stay in this place forever? What are your goals? How are we going to come up? How we are going to level up? Tell me something, okay? (laughs) I do not want to be with someone that's lazy. Absolutely not. So those were the three um, standards that I had, um, which was God-fearing, the second one was uh, respect and honor. And the third one was hardworking and goal and goal oriented. And of course, your standards can be up to what you want. And the thing about it is having these standards, you also have to reflect these characteristics. You can't expect somebody to be all of that, right? And you're not. <laughs> but that is going to be another discussion for another day. Um, along with the standards, there is a clause in fine print at the bottom of the, the the standards contract, right? Excuse me, it's a little water now. That's better. So there is a clause at the standards contract that I would call a non-negotiable clause. So a non-negotiable is a whole nother thing to where there is something that you have to make up in your mind. I am not going to tolerate this long-term. I can't tolerate this long-term. Um, and a non-negotiable is not you saying she can't cook. That's not a non-negotiable. That is something that can be learned. People can learn how to cook. That's fine. Or, you know, she don't want to watch the game with me. That is not a non-negotiable. I'm so sorry. That can be learned. You can learn how to enjoy other things that, you know, your partner wants to enjoy things with, right? Um, But there are some non-negotiables and I'm going to speak for Kendra and Kendra only when it comes to this. Um, A non-negotiable for me is that you cannot put your hands on me. I am so sorry. I am not a pillow. I am not a punching bag. I am not anything that you can be wailing on, okay? I cannot handle that. Long-term, short-term, that is a non-negotiable. These are things that we have to consider when we get in relationships, when we start dating other folks, when it comes to our standards. This non-negotiable clause. Another thing is, like I said earlier, you ain't finna be cussing me out because you mad. We not finna do that. Okay. Um, and also the, the, the third thing that I'll say about this is we also have to consider what it means for us to be in relationship with someone that struggles 
with addiction or has um, bad habits or I don't say bad habits, but that has a certain type of habit. I'll say that Um, for me, um, I'll roll it back a little bit. So I am a Married at First Sight fan. I watch Married at First Sight, which is a phenomenal show. Check it out. This last season was bomb. Um, But I was watching a a rerun of a couple of seasons past of um, the show Married at First Sight. And this is a show to where um, a lot of different individuals um, are a part of the social experiment to where they are partnered um, by experts to match them to become married. Um, and there is a, a long process of questionnaires and trying to figure out what this person likes and what this other person likes. And one of the questions on the questionnaire is, are you okay if this person smokes? There was a young lady who put, you know, yes, I'm okay with this person smokes. She's never lived with anyone that smoked before. So she didn't really know what that was like. And so she actually got matched with a heavy smoker. And she was like, I can't take this. It drew her, it drew her crazy. So look into habits that are, you know, that make you uncomfortable or even addictions that make you uncomfortable and say, and you can say, Hey, you know what? I'm not willing to be in relationship with anyone that does this. And it's totally fine. Let me tell you, that is not shallow. I don't care what anyone says. It is not shallow. It is just your standard. And when you, especially when it comes to like people that struggle through addiction, it's like, okay, you are in a relationship with this person but it is your it is not your responsibility to fix them it is not your responsibility to deliver them out of this addiction so you have to choose are you willing to take on that task that does not belong to you or are you choosing to let that be a standard standards are not shallow but it definitely weeds out situations that you could really avoid when it comes to relationships. I know I gave y'all a lot. I know. This was a lot of information. But the reason why I wanted to have this conversation is because I don't want us to get stuck on personality because people have good personalities. But personalities can be distractions. They really can be distractions. And you don't want to get caught up on that when they have bad behaviors. So... I want you to know that you deserve the best and that standards are not shallow, that you should absolutely strive for someone that can excel and and thrive with you. Don't get linked up with somebody who's lazy and and, and you're an entrepreneur. Don't get linked up with people that have bad habits or struggle with addiction and you just got free from your addiction. Come on, somebody. I know I'm talking right now. Standards are important because standards set boundaries. And if there are no boundaries set, people will run all over you. But the truth is you have the power to make the decision on what your standard is going to be, what these boundaries are going to be. You can take control. All right, y'all. So we are going to wrap up this episode of Create with Kendra with one of my favorite parts of the show, which is the people's prayer. We are going to go before the Lord in prayer. Amen. All right, y'all. So with all hearts and minds clear, God, thank you 
so much for your goodness, for your kindness, for your mercy, for your gentleness, for your patience, for everything that you have done, for who you are in all of your glory and your majesty. God, I thank you for for looking at us and calling us friend and just wanting the best for us. God, I'm praying for people that have conflict or struggles in in setting boundaries and setting standards for the relationships in their life. God, I'm praying for them that you give them wisdom, that you give them knowledge and understanding of how to set healthy boundaries within their relationships and even within dating or, or marriage, God. God, I'm praying for those people that have relinquished their standards uh, just for comfort and just for the satisfaction of having someone with them, but in turn doing something that they're not willing to do or being miserable in a relationship that they're currently in. God, I pray that you give them the boldness to, to set a standard and to walk in that. God, be praised, be glorified, and be honored. And I pray that this message um, blesses someone's life and that they're able to do exactly what they need to do for healthy relationships. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, y'all, that is the word on the street for this week. I'm super excited for whoever is clinging on to this message. If this is something that you know your homegirl, your homeboy needs to hear, go ahead and share it with them. Share it on your Facebook, on your Instagram, share it with your granny, share it with your auntie, your uncle, um, babies, and all them kids, right? So if you also want to keep up with your girl, head on over to Instagram and you can follow me and see what I'm doing at underscore create with Kendra. And if you have any topics of discussion or questions that you want to submit or probably hear on the show, head on over to www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra. All right, y'all until next time, beautiful people be blessed.